I'll follow your lead. You're like, you're like the, you're the conductor of this. See, get it? Because the real no, way. Don't, don't you're jump the in conductor. on that too. No. <laughs> you're the conductor of this podcast. You, I am, I am the mere caboose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who. Oh, I'm going to do it too. Do okay. it, do it. I'm the one who's going to keep us on track. Yes. I love that. Welcome to Love, Kayla and Val. I'm Kayla. And I'm Val, and we are so glad that you've joined us today for episode number four of a podcast where we are attempting (laughs) to answer your questions about life, faith, relationships, basically whatever you throw at us in our Instagram question box. Oh yeah, we are here to help you. But also, if you have questions for us, like Val mentioned, please go follow us at Love, Kayla and Val. Um... It's a great time. We have a party over there. Yeah. You'll see when we're posting new episodes and just content from the things we talk about on here. Yeah, we're going to try and start sharing a little bit more on there. We're, yeah. We're getting adjusted to it all. <laughs> um, and we want to thank you guys for listening again. It's yeah. just, it's fun for us knowing that our friends mm-hmm. and new friends are checking us out. To Warms hear. our hearts. Yeah. Yes. And one way that you can help us make new friends mm-hmm. is to leave us a rating on whatever podcast app you're listening to. That helps push our podcast out a little bit more to newer people. Mm-hmm. So if you get a chance, if you're enjoying this, let us know. Give us five stars. Give us a thumbs up. If you want to give less than that, Maybe don't go on there and maybe, <laughs> maybe just DM us. <laughs> maybe, maybe just, you know, send us your constructive criticism. Don't don't leave a bad review, though. That's, yeah. That would hurt. That would hurt a lot. We are all about the warm, sunshiny feelings right. around here. So. so don't rain on us. <laughs> <laughs> don't rain on our parade. Gosh. So, Kayla. Val. It has been a hot minute since we've been able to sit and chat, like, even just, just the two of us, like, just getting coffee, yeah. having fun. I mean, this is I mean, fun, but. Yeah, but, like, aside from recording together, mm-hmm. it's been a minute. Yeah. How have you been? What's time. been going on? You know, actually, I couldn't think of anything until this very moment. But I think the last time, no, definitely the last time we got together and did this was before camp. Yeah. So we just got back from camp. I shouldn't say just got back. I got back a week ago from camp, mm-hmm. youth camp. And that was really exciting. I got to be a leader there which was new for me. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved it. I got to pray for a bunch of students. I got to do ministry, which is what I love to do. So it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really cool thing. Um, but yeah. Good. What is um, one way that you feel God really pushed you or maybe he did something like significant? Like Yeah, what? absolutely. No, I... I think one way that I definitely was pushed outside of my comfort zone was praying for other students. Mm. Like our church goes to the youth um, youth camp, but when I pray for our students, like I kind of have an idea, like I know what to pray for because I know them better. Mm-hmm. But just being there the weeks after when our church left and praying for students that I didn't know or praying for leaders I didn't know yeah. was hard. Like I— I remember um, when I was standing there the first night that I was there and our church wasn't there and I just felt the Lord saying, like, go pray for this person. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Mm -hmm, God, (laughs) I don't know this person and I don't know what they're going through. And he was like, just go pray for them. And that's kind of how it kept happening every night. And so Mm -hmm. I loved it. It would definitely push me out of my comfort zone, but it was worth it. You know, I love that so so much. Yeah, it was great. 
What's up with you? How have you been? What's going on? Um, uh, You know, we're busy around the church. We have vacation Bible school starting in mm-hmm. a couple of days. And so we've been like all hands on deck, focused, like preparing, decorating. Mm-hmm. I've been, yeah, deep into all of that. And last weekend, we had a big 4th of July event at the church. Oh, that was and so cool. Yes. That was oh my so gosh. cool. We had like close to 300 people yeah. out in our back lawn just worshiping and hanging out. That was yeah. beautiful. And I I love getting to be a part of making those things happen. Yeah. I don't, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it's so, so awesome too because our church has three different services. Yeah. And seeing everybody get together as just a whole group and worship yeah. the Lord, it's like a whole different experience. Absolutely. But what do you think, okay, because you take pictures, mm-hmm. you do photography for the church. Yeah. And you made a really cool video. I shared it. If you follow me on Instagram, I definitely shared that. Um, <laughs> but what do you think is the most challenging part about taking pictures at an event like that? Um, like trying to capture all the moments with so many people. Yeah. I. The challenge, and it's a good challenge, is trying to keep your head on the swivel, trying to be aware of what's going yeah. on and just being... Like if it's during worship, being sensitive yeah. to what God's doing and to capture moments, but to not be intrusive. That's true. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Like I typically try to use a lens that zooms so that mm-hmm. I can take pictures of a moment, but not be like right in someone's space. To yeah. Where, like it, it interrupts what God's doing. Right. And so that's, that's a challenge for me, but just, it's the being on a constant lookout, yeah. trying to watch and. Make sure you're capturing yeah. the life of the event. Like you don't miss a big moment. Something yeah. happens and you're like, oh, dang it. Yes. Yeah, that's a lot and, of pressure. Yeah, that's one thing I enjoy on a normal Sunday when we have three services. Yeah. I mean, there's some things that you don't get recreated, but there's some things, you know. You get to that, like, you kind of know what's yeah. happening. You know what's coming. Yes. Like yeah. I was looking at pictures from our family service last year and I was remembering thinking one spot we had a couple of girls do their human video that they did at you at kids camp. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah. And I remember at the end of it in the first service, the way they ended was so cool. Yeah. I was like, that's great. But I was, I think I had my camera down. Yeah. Because I was thinking right. the end, you know, it's <laughs> done. But so I remember the next time being able to readjust me like, okay, yeah. make sure you're in this moment. So I like, I like that about having multiple services. Yeah. It gives you the chance to you know, get that second go around. Yeah. You can kind of watch and observe and see what the really cool moments are. And then the second time be like, okay, this is what I want to capture. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. But also one more thing. Yeah. What's up? I bought tickets. No, wait. Okay. Sorry. I got excited. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of something that I, to to Texas. Yeah. To go visit my niece for my birthday. Oh my I'm so excited. She just turned six months old this week, and she is just the cutest. She's, like, starting to mostly sit up on her own. And instead of, like, rolling places or scooting places, she spins places. (laughs) My sister sent me a picture today. She's like, she originally started over here, and now she's here, and she spun to get there. I love that. Yeah, she's just the most precious thing in the world. And I realized I didn't talk about her last time we, we chatted, and that's just wrong because... 
Who we does to, not want to know about the niece? No, you need to know about Guys, this baby, I just saw a picture of her. And for a while, like, you know, babies, like, when they first, like, they're really small and everything. Mm-hmm. She's starting to get chunky. This yeah. is my favorite baby phase. When they start to oh. get, like, the cheeks and the rolls yes. on their legs and the arms. Mm. Oh, my gosh. It is just the cutest thing. And yeah. she's so cute. Like, she's always just, like, smiling and giggling yeah. and laughing. I am 100% biased, and I don't even care. She's the best person in the entire world. Yeah. And... I just, I needed to share about her again. Yes. Because she's perfect and I get to see her in like a month and a half. So. Oh my gosh. Yay. You're going to have so much fun. Yes. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it's going to be great. Okay. So we, we're going to, we're going to try something here. All right. <laughs> so no one really asked for this, but no one asked for any of this, but here <laughs> no we are. for any of this. But anyways, um, so basically I found these things and I really like, I have a sweet tooth. I love candy. I love desserts and everything. And I feel like for the past um, few podcasts we've made, the past few episodes, we've done like really sugary things. Mm -hmm. The first one was coffee, but it was Mm. like Starbucks dessert drinks. And then the second one was uh, Chips Ahoy and Cosmic Brownies. Third one, we didn't do anything. But um, this one... I thought it would be cool for maybe people that don't like sugar as much. Like, Mm. you like candy, but you don't like all the sugar that's in candy. I found these things called Smart Sweets. Oh. And they're surprisingly, like, I mean, they're kind of expensive, but not super expensive. Um, Two little bags. How big are these? I mean, you'll see the picture. They're 1.8 ounces. But it was two for five. Mm. So each bag was, like, 250, which is kind of, it's all right. Yeah. Um. But anyways, in the whole bag of candy, now this is gummy bears. There's like 110 Mm. calories and only four grams of sugar. Okay. And in this whole bag of, I got my favorite ones. I like the watermelon, sour patch watermelon, anything. Yeah. These are so good. And the uh, gummy bears. But this one has 100 calories in the whole bag and only has three grams of sugar, Hmm. which I think is insane. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I am super excited that you got these because while I love chocolate and all the other candies, Gummies are my weakness. Me too. Like, lo- especially sour gummies. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're going to try the watermelon one first. And so tell excited. me what you think. It's going to take a minute because it's so chewy. It's not bad. I like it. I would definitely eat it. Really? good sour. It kind of tastes... Um, the aftertaste is kind of hitting me with like bubblegum vibes. Do you taste bubblegum at all? Now that you say that, yeah, a little bit. I would like it if it was a little less chewy and sticky. Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of sticky. The consistency is kind of weird. But But the taste, that initial taste was, I liked it. Yeah. But also imagine, too, like, if you're on a diet or if you're trying to eat just generally healthy and you want candy. Yeah. This would be a great thing to reach for. Okay, gummy bears. Now, I, Mm -hmm. listen, guys. I love gummy bears so much, <laughs> so much. Um, so I'm really, I'm, here, I'll give you two. Okay. We'll try one time. Ready? Wait, yes. These look one? like legit gummy bears. They do, and they're kind of squishy. I like that one more. It's definitely easier to eat. <laughs> uh-huh. They're just a little, a little bland. It's probably the lack of all the sugar. Right. Like, there's only four grams of sugar in the the entire bag. And this bag is, like, yeah, full of gummy bears. So, I mean, I would totally sit and eat them. I would, too. I'm eating another one right now. Yeah. Like, it's it's good. And I don't feel yeah. guilt. 
I think the best thing is that I don't feel guilty about eating that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Val, what's the content? Okay, so our question from today came from another one of our wonderful youth girls. Mm-hmm. They're just the best. I love them. Gosh, and saying that after spending a whole week at camp with them. Like, yes. you, you know, you know that we mean it when we say you're the best. Yeah, truly. She asked us, what advice would we give to our high school selves? Oh, man. <laughs> yes. And this was not on purpose, but I've spent the day listening to, like, the worship music that I listened to when I was in high school. Like, oh, our worship team sang these songs. Pastor Aaron was, like, walking around singing something, and I was like. It's amazing. I haven't Nostalgia. heard that. I haven't heard that in years. And it just sent me on a whole rabbit hole. And I made a playlist of 2000s worship songs that I've just been jamming out to all day. Not on that. purpose, but it's gotten me in the mindset for this topic. It's, so. You're in the high school mood. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm ready to go. I was going to say the HS mood, but I just learned that HS is also the abbreviation for the Holy Spirit. Oh, which, hey, let's be there. Yeah, right. We're there too. But I was like, mm. If I, if I, you're talking about high school and I'm like, mm, you're in the Holy Spirit mood. <laughs> yes. Um, well, depending on the school you went, could totally work too. This is true. I was at a public school. Yeah. That was not the mood. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Public school. I was in public school um, until 11th grade and then I homeschooled my senior year. So What? Yeah. Was that challenging? No, it was amazing. Really? I, yeah, I finished. I just like worked really hard and finished by December. So I had my second semester of high school completely free and worked. That's so cool. Yeah. I worked at Old Navy. Of course almost, you did. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> it's probably where the problem Love. started. Yes. <laughs> Love problem. It, it all started going downhill senior year yep. of high school. Yep. Did it though? Was it downhill? No. It was like <laughs> uphill. So kind of a struggle, but you're getting somewhere. Okay, so I thought it would be fun if we picked like three pieces of advice to go back, time travel to our high school selves. Ooh. I don't know if it would help set the mood, set the, not mood. That's all I can think of. Yep. That's not what I meant. Not that kind of, we're in the HS mood, remember? Yes. We're in the Holy Come on, Spirit Kayla. mood. Come on, Kayla. Clear my brain. <laughs> I don't know if it helps set the scene yeah. for where we're going back to if we say, like, when we graduated. Yeah. I graduated in 2017, which is not. <laughs> just not... <laughs> Sorry, I just. Not that I... long ago. <laughs> oh, sometimes I forget how much older I am, but no. that's fine. I, I technically, like, if I would have gone to high school my mm-hmm. senior year. I would have graduated in 2006, but I really graduated December 2005. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got 12 years. That's not that yeah. bad. So these are the time periods we are going back to. Yeah, 20, so. 2017. I guess I started, too, in like 20, like 2013. So there's like a four-year mm-hmm. span there. Of As there is for all 13 is much closer to 2006. <laughs> So <laughs> we're going to say I'm going back to 2013. <laughs> no, no. There's no getting us closer. It's fine. Okay. I'm doing my best. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> this this is what happens when we have not talked in a while, guys. No, we're going to go on a lot of rabbit trails. We're going to start here and we're going to end up way so, off topic. Anyways, go welcome ahead. Welcome to the ride. Okay. So Kayla, what would be the first thing you would tell yourself? I think one of my biggest things I would tell myself might sound kind of cheesy, but... 
just don't be afraid to be yourself. Mm -hmm. I know when I was in high school, I was so concerned about what people thought of me all of the time. And it's still a concern today, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely something that I have put more into the hands of Jesus and haven't let the opinions of people cripple me, you know, whereas when I was in high school, I cared so much what people thought of me that I probably like, I don't want to say like, I missed out on a lot of good friendships, but there's the potential that I missed out on a lot of great friendships because I just, I wasn't, I was, I didn't love myself, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Enough to put it out there and just not be afraid of what people would think in that way. Yeah. Just, just be yourself and talk to people no matter if they're popular or what, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I feel like most teenagers struggle with that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most people in general struggle with that. Yeah. I don't know many teenagers. There are there are some, but I don't know many that are just super comfortable with who they are. Yeah. As a teenager. It's it's hard to be because you're you're still trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. Like and I mean, even to this day, I'm 22 and I'm still well, I'll be 22 in a few days. Woohoo. Um <laughs> and um I'm still trying to figure out like bits and pieces. I mean, obviously yeah. I know more about myself now than I did when I was 13 through 17, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But yeah, I, I think that would be just such a big piece of advice. Just don't be afraid to be yourself. Yeah. Don't be afraid to talk to people and get to know people um, and be so like, d- don't let yourself be so confined by the groups yeah. that are in high school, like the popular kids, the lame kids, the nerds, but like it, you get mm-hmm. out of high school and you realize it yeah. really doesn't matter. Yeah. I saw something earlier today that just said like, popularity goes away so fast. Like as soon as you leave high school, like being popular Mm -hmm. does not matter. Yeah. And so. And who are you popular to? Like really, like think about that. Who in high school, like what makes you popular? And if it's because you have pretty clothes and um, expensive things Mm -hmm. and you host all the parties and stuff like, you know what I mean? If it's, if it's because of all of those things, like who, Who's deciding that? Like that that's what makes you mm-hmm. popular. You know what I yeah. mean? If you're gonna be popular, be popular for being kind and yeah. being a friend. Yeah. I think something I've really been trying to learn is popularity and success in the eyes of God mm-hmm. and what that looks like. Yeah. And how it's not necessarily about what the world calls popular or what the world Absolutely. calls um successful. Like if you asked maybe someone who is fairly young, like what is success to you? Like, oh, having a lot of likes on TikTok or um, having a Lamborghini or a Tesla. That's a big thing. Having a Tesla when I get older, like then I'd be successful. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. I just feel like just because you have those things doesn't make you popular. You know what I mean? Like necessarily, like we shouldn't set that standard for ourselves yeah. And you kind of start it in high school when you want to be like with the popular mm-hmm. kids. But if you just be yourself, like just yeah. be who you are and who God called you yeah. to be and not trying to reach this standard. Mm-hmm. That, it's not about the status. If you have those things. Yeah. That's great. Nothing like, wrong with that. Absolutely not. But don't let that be your only goal. Is don't let to, that be what defines you. Yeah. yeah. Don't let that be the status of your life. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I'll be successful when this happens or, like, when I have a Tesla. Yeah. Teslas are cool, but they're not the determining factor of how successful you are. Be popular in God's eyes. Exactly. To him. And then Pastor Aaron says a lot, like, be popular in your own home. 
I love that. I think that is so wise because you can go out and be someone to everybody and be number one and be the best to them. Mm -hmm. If you come home and the people that see you all the time don't like you. Yeah. What is that? What what does that say about you? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that leads to my first advice. Hit us with it. It would be to spend more time um, being present at home. Like I remember when I was in high school, I spent a lot of time in my room, like on my phone, Mm -hmm. on the computer, whatever, Mm -hmm. just not hanging out with my family. Yeah. And there's no reason, just, you know, the teenager mindset. I'm so misunderstood. (laughs) I don't think it was that for me. It's just, you know, wanting to connect with friends and not being able to go see them or whatever. And missed out on just sitting and being with my family. Mm -hmm. And having lost my dad a few years ago, you know, like, there's so much more I could have, so many more memories, so much more. Yeah. So much more we could have developed in our relationship. Yeah. If I would have, you know, gotten out of my own little world of, you know, for, and there's nothing wrong with being with friends Mm-mm. and spending time in your room. Like, that's fine, but don't neglect your family. Yeah. Because friends don't always stay around. Like, I, yeah. I think however many years I'm out of high school now, 15 years, mm-hmm. there's a handful of people that I talk to on occasion. Yeah. Online. Yeah. From high school or from when I was in youth group. Like yeah. There's a few, but my family's still here. And, yeah. you know, it's important. Family is yeah. just important. It is super important. And I totally get it because when I was in high school, I did the same thing where like I was literally like my grandma would say, don't be such a hermit. Like because mm-hmm. I would just go yeah. to my room and I'd shut the door and I'd like watch movies or I'd just text people or I'd I sang a lot. Like I'd mm-hmm. go in my room and I'd just sing. But it is so important to like invest in your family because it's when you start getting older that you realize mm-hmm. like what you like now that I've moved out, yeah. realizing the blessing that it was to be with them all the time and have them all the time. Now that my sister's getting married Mm -hmm. and I don't get to have that, like the same relationship we had when we were like 12 and 10 and would sing downstairs with Hannah Montana wigs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I don't have that. So (laughs) it was so fun while I did, but I understand the feeling of like wishing I would have cherished it a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than just being in my room. (laughs) Yes. Find the balance. Yeah. I would say, on to point number two. Yes. I would tell myself to stop worrying so much about what my body looks like. Mm. I have been, since I was little, since I was a really young age, when I was little, I was legitimately obese. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I lost a lot of weight in sixth grade and, like, in an unhealthy way. I just Mm. lost a lot of weight. And... Then I kind of started getting normal again and eating normally Mm -hmm. and eating, you know, fairly healthy. But from that time period of like eating basically nothing to lose weight, I kind of like ingrained, accidentally ingrained some things in my brain, like Mm -hmm. eating this is bad. Never eat this. Don't eat this. We'll make sure you look skinny enough from the side. We'll make sure your pants like fit perfectly and make sure you're, you know, like don't. And so I was constantly worried all of the time. I didn't eat. Like, I didn't eat a lot of sweets. I didn't eat a lot of, and not to say, like, 
my high school experience was ruined because I didn't eat donuts. But <laughs> I think it's important to not be so worried about how you look and more so important to just have fun where you're at. Like just enjoy where you're at rather than worrying about if your jeans maybe are a little too tight around your waist mm-hmm. and you can see a little bit like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like stuff like that is just, it's unnecessary. Yeah. I just listened to a podcast yesterday that was talking about like breaking free from body shame. Yeah. And it was so good talking about how like we need to see our bodies yeah. as good, no matter what state you're in. Like you have a good body. Yeah. You might not be treating it well. You may need to do things to make it to change and be healthier, but you have a good body. Right. And it's so important to view ourselves. Yeah. As the creation God has made. We're not no one's ever perfect. Nobody is perfect, but yeah. Treat it well. Yeah. Take take care of yourself. I mm-hmm. mean, and again, yeah, like that's not to say just eat whatever you want because yeah. it doesn't matter. Like take care of your body. You yeah. have one um and God gave it to you so that you can carry out mm-hmm. what he's called you to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um so we're not all we're not all built the same. We don't all mm-hmm. look the same. My healthy might not look the same as someone else's healthy, yeah. you know, but like don't compare yourself to the person next to you because mm-hmm. they don't have your body. You don't have theirs. Or the same lifestyle. Like yeah. you guys don't do the same things. You're yeah. not you're not called to the same things. And yeah. it is. It's important to take care of your body, but it's not healthy to scrutinize every mm-hmm. single part of yeah. you. Like, well, this is a little too uh squishy. This is a little too thick. This is a mm-hmm. little too skinny. This is a little too like just take care of yourself. Yeah. Eat healthy. If you want to have a donut every now and then, eat the donut. Mm-hmm. Like d- just don't be so concerned. Don't be yeah. so worried about it that it takes away from you getting to know other people and doing what you're supposed to do in high school, which is learn about yeah. life and the world, yes. you know? Um, yeah. I think the second thing I would tell my high school self is to learn to be good with money early. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. When I was in high school and after high school, I lived with my parents until I was... Yeah. 24 and my parents were great and didn't like charge me rent to stay there mm-hmm. um so I worked especially of senior year like I was working almost full time really like I was working a ton of hours yeah well I guess so, you were homeschooling yeah. yeah so I was working a lot so I had money and you know my parents made me pay for gas in my car and I think mm-hmm. that was probably it may be insurance, but I don't remember. But I didn't have a lot right, that I was responsible for. So yeah. I just, you know, I worked at Old Navy, which is my favorite place. So yeah. I spent a lot of my paycheck at work and then going out and doing things. Which is so hard to anyone that has never worked <laughs> retail. If you don't, first of all, if you don't like their clothes, second of all, if you want to save your money. <laughs> it's probably better to there. not work at a place you like. Because, don't, yeah. Th- yeah, if you like their clothes... And you get the discount. Yeah. You're literally, they're just, you're, you're paying them to work there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And so I just, I didn't learn the value of budgeting right. early. Yes. And I don't know if everyone knows this, but until you're like 24, 25, your brain is still molding. It's not fully developed. And so you're creating your habits and things. 
Oh, dang And it. it's easier when you're, you know, in your teens and in your early 20s to create good habits. And so at 17, 18, 19, I was just living it up, going shopping every single weekend. <laughs> and that has created some very bad habits in my life yeah. that have come to kick me in the butt many times mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. So, oh, I feel that. you know, just it's hard. It's not fun, but learn to set a budget, learn to stick to a budget, learn to save, yeah. do it now. You'll set yourself up for success. My grandpa is the wisest person with money I've ever met in my mm. life, ever. Because when him and my grandma were first married, they had a lot of kids. Like, mm. I mean, we're talking not like just married. Once they've been married for like, they they had a lot of kids mm. and hardly any money. Like they were very poor. My grandpa worked like three or four jobs just to make sure that they had like food on the table. They were taken care of. They were, you know, which is such a sacrifice, but they learned how to save their money. Like they learned very quickly and very early on how to take care of their money. And he has passed on so much wisdom to us Mm -hmm. that is just like has followed me my entire life. Um, And when we lived with them, when we first started, like when I was in high school, I wasn't allowed to have a job. I was not Mm -hmm. allowed to work in high school because my grandma said, you're going to be a kid for until you're not a kid anymore. Like That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's great. And when I was in high school, I hated it because all my friends had jobs and cars and they could go places and I had to ride the stupid bus. to Like I hated it (laughs) so much. But she was like, you're not getting your license until you're 18 and you're not getting a job until you graduate. Hmm. I was like, fine. So, (laughs) but then when I graduated high school, I got a job and she kind of, inched her way into like teaching us how to budget Mm -hmm. and first we paid for our phones so when I started getting like a consistent paycheck she had me pay for my phone it's like 25 bucks Mm -hmm. but then I paid for my phone and my insurance once I got my car so then I was like Mm -hmm. my phone and my car insurance so like each and each time I remember thinking there's no way I'm going to be able to do this like there's no Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like I can't pay for all this But every single time she would like, no, you can't. This is how you budget it. And then by the time we got to, we were just starting to move out, we paid rent and it was like maybe 250. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'll never be able to pay that, Nana. Like that's too much. Mm -hmm. And, and it wasn't because they needed the money. Like that was the coolest part was like, it wasn't because they, cause a lot of people were like, that's ridiculous. They made you pay rent. And I was like, um, we lived with them most of our lives. Yeah. And they raised us because they wanted to and used all of their retirement money. I think I can pay. You know what I mean? Like, I think I can do that. So, but, and if we couldn't pay it that month, she'd help us. But Mm -hmm. it was just to teach us, like, this is how you take your money out. And this, and now in my day-to-day life, I have like a set thing where I'm like, I don't spend this money because I need it for this. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's just been helpful. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really wise to start learning young. Okay, what's your last piece of advice you'd give to yourself? So my last piece of advice would be just like take your money seriously. Take your relationship with the Lord seriously. Yes. I think that at a young age, sometimes it's easy for it's easy to forget when you're the one at the young age that the same Holy Spirit that lives in adults lives in you. And I think, again, something Pastor Aaron says is there's no junior Holy Spirit. Yes. There's no like starter Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's like the Holy Spirit. Yes. You, you get it. And um, take it seriously. Like, mm-hmm. don't just go do fun things and use the excuse, well, I'm in high school. I can do whatever. Yeah. Like, no, you you can set the standard and be the example. And sometimes that's hard and it requires 
sacrifices, um, but it's worth it in the end. Absolutely. It's worth it because then when, you know, as you, as you grow up and as you get older, you have, like you said, those patterns that you create in your mind, you Mm -hmm. have a rooted relationship with the Lord at a young age, you know? Um, so if you're going to church, don't, and you're in high school and you're pretty young, like don't discredit it and be like, well, I'll get it when I'm older. Like Mm -hmm. it'll all make sense. Seek it now. Yeah. Go after it now. Yeah. Get involved in church now. Yeah. Gosh. In a youth group. Yeah. Go to to a youth group and get as involved as you can. Because you can, some of you, like you can't drive. So get as involved as you possibly can. But yeah, make it a point. (laughs) Make living for him a priority in your life. Like don't think you know, when I'm like, you're saying when I'm out of high school, I'll start doing it or don't yeah. think like, you know, what I'm doing now will help me relate to people better in the future. Yeah. Like if God wants you to be able to relate with someone, he's going to make it happen. Yeah. He's going to use the Holy Spirit to, you know, give you the words to say to someone to help you reach them. Absolutely. Don't think I need to have this experience to be able to be a witness. Like it's, yeah. it's not worth it. God will use you no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, don't limit him to only being able to use you when you're an adult or when you're um, at church or when you're like, it's great to be used at church, but it's even, I don't want to say it's even greater, but I feel like it makes such a large impact to be in a place where it's not openly accepted to just be like, this is what I believe. You know, Mm -hmm. this is what I stand for. Yeah. It makes an impact on the people around you. Like they see that you stand for something that's not quote unquote popular. Yeah. You encourage people at church. Like when you let God use you there, but you make an impact on the world. Yeah. When you let him use you outside of the church. And don't be like, I I remember when I was in high school, my senior year was when I I started taking my relationship with the Lord seriously. Mm -hmm. And I wish I would have done it all four years, like from the time I got saved. And, um... My senior year was one of the most impactful years I had I had seen at school ever mm-hmm. for for Jesus, for my relationships, for I, I had a little like Bible study. Um, it wasn't anything huge. There was maybe like me and three or four other girls. And we just read a chapter of the Bible a day. Yeah, that was it. Like it wasn't it wasn't crazy. Sometimes we'd discuss it, but then we'd pray. And you wouldn't believe like like people would come up and they'd say, what do you guys do in the morning? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they wouldn't come. Like sometimes they'd come, but most of the time they would just kind of ask like, what do you guys do in the morning? Um, but it opens that door. Like yeah. it opens that door to be able to be like, we're reading the Bible, you mm-hmm. know, and kind of like, do you have a youth group? Do you, and invite them, you know, but also remember that you carry the gospel too. Like yeah. you don't have to bring them to your youth pastor for them to hear it. Like you mm-hmm. can share it with them. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, there was a, there was a pastor that spoke at youth camp who talked about, uh, making youth, youth group and getting involved a priority when you're young, because he was saying how a lot of people say like, oh, I can't come. I have a band or I mm-hmm. have homework or I have, and he was like, make, make being with Jesus and spending time with Jesus, your top priority. And that's not to say, well, don't do your homework. Just yeah. go to church. Like, yes, get there's there's earthly things that you have to do. Do your homework. Do if you want to mm-hmm. be involved in band, be involved. But make it a priority. Hey, I can't make practice that night. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my homework at this time so that I can go. Yeah. Because if you learn at that age, 
I can just make excuses and get out of it and I don't have to, it doesn't become prioritized to yeah. you. And then it just becomes a back burner. Like, oh, if I can make it to church, I'll go when I can go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love that so much. I did too. I thought that was so good. I was like, very, very wise. Yeah. Because I used to do stuff like that. Oh, can't make a teeth group. I have too much homework. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. My parents never really let us have that mindset. It was like, if the doors are open, we're going to be there. I love that. So I've never thought about, you know, well, I just, I don't feel like going to church yeah. today. So I'm not going. That was just never, it wasn't the precedent that my family set. Yeah. And I don't think they ever had to tell us you have to go, but it was just the understood thing. Yeah. You're going to be involved with the church because this is important. Yeah. And even from a parent, like I don't have kids. I'm not a parent, Mm -hmm. but I'll say like when you make it a priority, your kids see that. Like Mm -hmm. as someone who has parents, (laughs) as someone who was, you know, like raised by people, seeing your, your parents make church a priority makes you want to make it a priority yeah or like encouraging your kids hey you get get your homework done at this time so that you can go be involved yeah. you know like be involved yeah. in their lives and you as a student if your parents don't want to make church priority you set the example set the standard yeah, yeah you tell them like hey i want to go to church today can you take me will you go with me yeah like the bible says don't let anyone look down on you because you're young but be an example and encouragement. Yeah. So, you know, if you have a family that maybe they don't go to church yeah. or they just go from time to time and you feel that urge to, you know, make church a priority. Yeah. Set the example for them. You can do it. We believe in you. If anyone, I mean, like if there is anyone that's listening to this and feels like God is calling them to do greater things, but they're just in a, in a position of life. Like you're, you're young or your family isn't saved. You guys don't go, you know, like you don't really go to church. Mm-hmm. Don't let earthly circumstances keep you from what God is calling you to. Yeah. Like make, f- find a way, pray mm-hmm. that God will open the door and don't be afraid to like ask people that go to that youth group. Hey, my parents won't take me. Can you pick me up? Yeah. Hey, this isn't, you know what I mean? Like Yes. I know that there was a few girls there for a while that I was taking to youth group that I never minded picking them up because mm-hmm. they couldn't get there. You know yeah. what I mean? They couldn't get, but I was like, it's more important that you get there and maybe I spend a little bit more on gas money, but that you get there. You yeah. know what I mean? So don't yes. be afraid to ask people, Absolutely. like don't let those earthly boundaries, I guess, keep you mm-hmm. from what God has called you to do. Yes. Yeah. Love it. All right. Point number three, Val. Okay. This is one thing that I've told a couple of our senior girls mm-hmm. the last couple of years. I fully believe it's something that God's like been working on me with too, even yeah. now. But I would just say, enjoy the season you're in right now. Like, Don't wish for the next thing to come faster. That is so hard when you're it, in high school. It is. Especially, so especially when you're a senior and you're just ready to be done and out of mm-hmm. there and in college. And it's good, it's good to have things you're excited about and to Absolutely. be looking forward to it. But don't be so excited and ready for it that you're missing out on the things God's still doing in your life in the current season. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, I've spent so much of my life like wishing for the next thing, like wishing that I was married or mm-hmm. had a boyfriend or a family or whatever. And I spent so much time being sad about not having that. Yeah. That I don't know what I've missed out on that God's like, hey— Look around you. Look at the relationships you have. 
Look at what you're doing in the church for me. Look at this. Like you're, you have a great impact now. Like you're yeah. living a full life right now. If you'll just open up your eyes and not be so ready for the next thing that I'm not yeah. ready for you to be at yet. When we like run after what we want and mm-hmm. what we want to move on to, it ruins what God is doing right now. Like it yeah. ruins your perspective. No, I'm, and I'm not saying we have the power to <laughs> change God's yeah. plans. You know what I mean? But like it ruins your perspective. Like this season could be one that is so beautiful and full of mm-hmm. growth and full of life and just joy. And if you are missing all of that because you just want to be somewhere else, like if you just mm-hmm. want to be married and you think that marriage and I, you know, I've also heard this too. If you just want to be married and you think that marriage is like the, the pinnacle of existence or, yeah. and not marriage, I mean, anything that you're looking forward to, I just say marriage cause we're both single, you yeah. know? Um, but if marriage is what you're looking forward to, you're going to get there and you're still not going to be satisfied. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to leave you feeling like empty, you know, yeah. because you were waiting for this thing to happen. Yeah. But now you're there and you realize you're still missing something, mm-hmm. you know, because that's not the end all goal of yeah. life. It's like what we talked about in our first episode with the one. Mm-hmm. Our completion in life, our fullness, our satisfaction has to come from God before yeah. anything else. And just learn in the season you're in, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Just focus in on God. Mm-hmm. Listen to what he's trying to tell you now in this moment. Remember, as like a teenager, maybe you're maybe you're a senior, you're a junior. Yeah. You've got younger teenagers looking up to you. Absolutely. And you don't know what God's trying to use you for there. So don't yeah. get so focused on where you're going, that you're missing what God's trying to use you to do. Not only what he's trying to do inside of you, but how he's trying to use you. Yeah. Don't just don't check out of where you are. And it's not just like you said, it's not just marriage. It could be Mm -hmm. a career you're chasing after. It could be leaving high school and going to college. Mm -hmm. It could be um, anything really like anything that is hindering you from being in the moment where you are right now. Yeah. And that's not to say that, you know, you shouldn't plan. Or you shouldn't no, be excited definitely. about the, the things that God places on your heart. Yeah. Like, I am excited to be married someday. I am excited to be in ministry, yes. some like full-time ministry someday. I am yeah. excited. Like, I'm excited for all these things. But right now, they're not mine. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not married. I'm not in yeah. full-time ministry. But yeah. I'm excited for them. You know what I mean? Don't be so excited that you just miss out. Yeah. That you forget. But I'm still enjoying my friendships yeah. that I have now, the church that I'm involved in now. Yeah. The, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love it all. God so. is moving in every season of your life. Yes. And just be present in it. Yeah. Every day's a gift. That's why it's called the present. Oh, no. <laughs> you know I had to end it. Like oh, no. <laughs> um, I have a bonus. Oh, like one. Val, you're always so prepared. Dang I, it. <laughs> Dear high school me, <laughs> trends and fashion are fun, but just know those looks will haunt you forever. <laughs> Chunky highlights, <laughs> frosty pink lip gloss, and incredibly heavy eyeliner 15 years later are not cute. <laughs> so just know. Oh my gosh. The things you think are really cool right now. 15 years. <laughs> Oh, you know what else also was really big? People were wearing double polos 
like wearing a polo shirt. Oh, I've seen And that. then wearing another on top of it and popping the collar. Yep. Man, oh man, 2005, 2006. What a sad fashion time to be alive. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> so, just, just know the things you think are real cool right now, guys. Maybe in 15 years they'll hold up. Probably not. So just be prepared for that. Yeah. Man, what would mine be? Dear high school me, when you curl your hair, run your fingers through it, dang it. <laughs> like, the tight ringlets aren't cute. Oh, my God. I'd use a wand, and I would, t- so tight, I didn't use any thermal spray. Mm-hmm. None. I, it was just my hair. I, I don't know how it didn't burn off. But <laughs> I would do such tight curls and leave it like that. Dear high school me. Don't no. do it. Don't <laughs> do it. Just stop. Stop it. It's not yeah. cute. It doesn't look good. Stop. <laughs> when I the I, end. <laughs> I think when I watched like some kind of hair tutorial and saw somebody run their fingers through their hair, I was like, "Wow, what? It's <laughs> amazing." That's no. I did the same thing because for me, I was okay. And this also comes again from like the insecurity of worrying about what people think about me. I have a lot of hair. I have really mm-hmm. big hair. And I can really, if I want to, make it look real thick. Like, I can make it really big. And when I saw someone do that, I think the reason, like, I curled it and left it so tight was that, you know, it kind of looked smaller. Mm -hmm. And it, it, honestly, that's the only reason I can think of why I would have done that to myself. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. Amazing. Running your fingers. I don't think there's ever been a day since that I don't curl my hair and mm-hmm. run my finger. I always run my finger. I'll do that too when I watch Hallmark movies and they have those tight curls. I'm like, oh, ah, run your fingers through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flip it a few times <laughs> if you have to. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, Kayla, do you want to pray for our high school friends? Yes, I do. I would love to. Dear God, we thank you so much for this time that you have given us to be able to speak into the lives of so many people. Um, for all the people that are tuning in and listening to this, God, I just pray for each person that is in high school right now. God, I pray that they would um, find security in you. God, that they would mm-hmm. find their identity in you. Lord, yeah. in a time where it's so hard to um, find that, it's so it's been made so difficult to know who we are. God, you've made it so clear and you have called us to such beautiful and great things. And we are so thankful to serve you and love you. Mm-hmm. And I just pray for everyone that is worried about the next season of life or worried about what's going to happen after high school. God, I pray that you would keep them in the moment. I mm-hmm. pray that you would remind them that you are using them where they're at. Um, I pray that they would develop deeper relationships with you and make you a priority. God, that they wouldn't wait until they get older, but that yeah. they would they would know that they're being used by you right now mm-hmm. where they're at, God. Um, we love you so much. And even to the people that aren't in high school, God, I just thank you so much that they are listening. I thank you so much that they have taken the time to just hear what me and Val have to say. And I pray that each time that we have these mics, God, that you would just anoint the words, Lord, that you would give mm-hmm. us wisdom and the right things to say to Um, speak directly into someone's situation yeah and we love you so much Mm -hmm. in jesus name amen amen kayla this was fun this was so fun (laughs) want to do it again soon Uh, i think so maybe like in two weeks yeah yeah great we'll see you guys back here then peace out girl scout (laughs) oh no